When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have so many stories to tell in today's episode of The Upside. A lot has happened since we've all spent time together. A lot. A lot. And most of it is going to involve you collectively laughing, I think, at me. Probably. So um, first, before we even get into the show, I want to take a chapter or steal a, a trick that the moms do over at the Moms on Call podcast. Mm-hmm. They start their show and they make a promise to you. They say, nobody is busier than new parents. So in the first five minutes of every episode of our show, we're going to give you some knowledge that you can take with you. That way, if you don't get to listen to our entire show, you still get the knowledge. Okay. So you get some knowledge. So here is some knowledge. And this is all related to my road trip from Atlanta to Nashville to attend the podcast convention. Number one, as you know, this and this doesn't, this just has to do with road trips in general. This isn't specific Atlanta, Nashville, Nashville, Atlanta. Uh, Callie, I think we've talked about it on the podcast, but I know you've you've posted it on your Instagram. Callie has had engine light troubles for the past couple of weeks. And it was just funny because every time we would take the car into the garage or into the dealership to have them look at it, the engine light would then go off. And it wasn't just the light, like the car was sputtering. Yeah. I had it towed once. It was a whole thing. But then they couldn't diagnose it because when we got there, the car would be like, <laughs> no. It's nope. fine. We finally got into the dealership with the engine light on and found out that the problem was, was was related to, was most likely related to bad gas, a few tanks of bad gas working its way through the system. And the person at the, at the, at the repair place, the mechanic said, this is something that we're seeing more and more of, uh, because gas stations don't have as much money because people haven't weren't traveling at all for half of a year. So they weren't, they, their profits went down. So they don't have as much enough money to take care of the tanks, like these independent smaller gas tank stations and water gets in there, then water gets in the gas and then water can damage your car. So what he said was, um, do all that you can uh, one or two, like tanks, not a big deal, but your regular gas station should be a gas station that is like a bigger chain, like somebody with not like a one-off small mom and pop gas station, which yes. is a, which is a bummer. bummer right. Cause you always want to, you know, support the little guy when you can, but yeah. So we will be, um, frequent customers of racetrack Costco, <laughs> right? Kroger. Um, I think Kroger. Yeah. Kroger would probably be good. So, because it did do a significant amount of damage to my car, meaning an expensive, it may not, 
I don't think it was, it's not permanently damaged, but my checkbook is damaged. Um, My bank account suffered and I'm not having that anymore. So, uh, you know, we're going to the big guys for our gas. So there's that. Uh, Number two, if you drive from Atlanta to Nashville or Nashville, Atlanta, know this, that um, a big part of the construction that seems to have been going on ever since I moved to Atlanta in 2001 in Chattanooga seems to be done. Whoa. So I had I had no traffic. I don't in, even know what that would feel like. I had no traffic in Chattanooga going up or coming back. That's number two. Weird. Number three, uh, I talked about uh, how disappointed I was during our last road trip at my Dairy Queen stop. Mm-hmm. I gave the DQ another chance. They hit it out of the park. Oh, okay. You know what I think the problem was when we were coming back from the beach and I went to Dairy Queen? Mm-hmm. I broke from norm. Yeah. Why would you do that? I didn't get my usual blizzard with Butterfinger and a little bit of hot fudge. Mm. I got a hot fudge sundae. It threw me off. So I went back to the blizzard with Butterfinger, a little bit of hot fudge. It was perfect. It was great. And then my final thing related to uh, traveling is because I was at a convention with a lot of people and the convention part seemed very safe. Like everybody had their masks on. Mm-hmm. I, wore, I wore my mask the entire time I was indoors. Uh, but most people at the convention wore their masks. Um, and it that, that part seemed safe. But the hotel was hit or miss. Like there were times that I was the only person in the lobby with a mask on, right? Yeah. So just to be safe, I wanted to get a COVID test when I got back to Atlanta and went to three different places and they were all out or on an extraordinary wait. So if you, and I'm saying this just as a heads up, if you find yourself in need of a COVID test, because maybe you'll be traveling soon, I know some concerts or events are requiring like a past COVID test within 48 hours of attendance or something like that, plan ahead for that because it was a bit of a challenge. Yes. So those uh, are my four useful tidbits in the first five minutes of the show, stolen from Moms on Call. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful to be home with my family. My name is Callie Dollar, and I was going to say the same thing, but I will change it. I am grateful. You can be grateful for the same thing. I'm grateful I'm that you got home safely. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good. Um, all right. We got a lot to t- talk about from the, from my last show on Wednesday to today, to Monday morning. The first thing is, it is officially, as of yesterday, our two-year anniversary of the show. Um, now, we kind of like did a fake start. With the show we did, we put a little like teaser up, but the official start date of our show is August 8th, which after we set that day two years ago, we also realized that was the day that our um, first baby would have been born. That was our due date for our first baby. So it's like a weird, yeah, a weird uh, 
thing and a sad day a couple of years ago, but also really happy. And now we have something to celebrate uh, on that day. So that's super cool. Now to mark that moment, that is when we do our weaponized hamster shirt launch. So those are up. They went up yesterday. The artwork, Jeff, what do you think? Hit it out of the park again. Freaking awesome. Again. We got our friend Hedgie is back. Hedgie's back. Hedgie. Hedgie Hedgie surfing. Is the weaponized hamster. Hedgie is back. It's, you know, weaponized hamster world tour 2021. Um, It's available right now. You can go to shop.kellyandjeff.com. The thing with this is there's not, it doesn't last forever. So when it's gone, it's gone. So if you're thinking about getting it, or if you've got the 2020 shirt or the 2019 shirt and you want to keep the streak alive, get it before it's gone. And we did the, um, you guys know that I'm like a major t-shirt snob because I refuse to wear uncomfortable t-shirts. I just won't do it. Uh, so we did a really nice, it's a tri-blend, which we did last year with the weaponized hamster shirts. I actually think a couple of our shirts have been tri-blend. It's a really nice, super soft shirt. And we have sizes from small to 4X. And yeah, they're all available. They are ready to go. We are incredibly excited. The advisory horde got early access to them and we sold a ton in the advisory horde. Uh, but there are, you know, still enough left for everybody to snag one. And we hope you love it. I, this is my favorite one. I feel like I say that every year, but every year the design gets a little bit cooler. And maybe it's just because of the sentiment of like Hedgy, like now he ha- that he has a personality from last year. I feel like I know him. Yeah. So this year I'm like, what's Hedgy going to be doing? I, I, here's what's funny about the, the podcasting convention and our show is I got to speak on one panel. I got to to present to people. And then also just in, you know, smaller little breakout groups, like, hey, you need to know these people. Like we're networking. Hall, hallway networking type of stuff. It's it's almost comical having to explain. Like we we do a great job. As far as podcasts are concerned, we do a really great job with our merchandise. Right. And I think it's because and I explain to people it's because of a couple reasons. One, um, we do stuff that we think that the upside community would would want wine glasses, really comfortable T-shirts um, last year. So right after all the, you know, uh, covid stuff was announced, we did cloth masks. Um, we're just Callie's really on top of it. Hoodie, super soft hoodies. I don't know if I'm on top of it, but I definitely put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of our stuff, and I was trying to explain to people at the convention because they want to sell, they they are looking at like the, the merchandise as a, as a marketing tool. They want like branded t-shirts. They want their logo on the t-shirt right. or whatever. And I, so so I brought up the masks that we sold last year and all the masks said were, I'm fine. Thanks for masking. Like it wasn't our logo. It wasn't anything like right. that. It just said, I'm fine. Thanks for masking. And they're like, well, why would you do that? And I'm like, cause it's funny. And then I had to, <laughs> then I had to now try explaining a series of web of a made up rock and roll band that doesn't even like, I think that has ma- nothing to do with anything. Nothing. It's interesting to me. Here's what I love about Jeff. And it's, if you are someone that has this kind of brain, 
it can be at points very discouraging because people either look at you like you're crazy or they're like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Or I don't get that or whatever. We have always kind of in the past two years of doing this are kind of like, well, we're just going to make up our own rules and do what we want and just see how it goes. And I think a lot of times and it's podcasting is nice because it's so new that there's a million ways you could do it. When Jeff worked in radio, he was just told no constantly and we're not going to do that. That's not the way it's done and whatever. So I think for you, it's cool, but also sometimes can be discouraging or scary when you're like, yeah, we're just going to do this. And people are like, but there's it's, no proof that that's going to, you know what I mean? It's but I, just, think we, I think we have proof. Like we've successfously sold. Two, but you know what I'm saying, yeah. right? When you're the one doing weird stuff that no one else is doing, it's either like, oh man, that's so cool. Or like, what are you doing? My fear <laughs> is because everybody, once I explained it to them, everybody seemed to get it. Mm-hmm. Like the weaponized hamster thing. Like we do it as a limited edition. We only do it once a year. We, there's a guy that's on all, Hedgy is on all the shirts. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it it's, it's a fake band. And I explain that and they get it. What I'm afraid of is that all of these podcasters are then going to go back to their hometowns and they're going to say, we need to come up with a fake band because they, they're going to get it, but they're not really going to get it because the, the advisory hoard and the weaponized hamster and hedgy and just the theme of hedgehogs that kind of runs through our show, that's just part of the community. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing that- It's like the inside joke. It's, it's a thing that bonds us all together. So other people are going to see that and they're going to they're gonna go back and they're just going to announce that they now have an, a mascot and it's a squirrel. Are you, uh, did you make that clear? Are you insecure about what you said? I'm always insecure. I think I'm such a terrible explainer. And so I'm always insecure about that. But, but, um, and and now they're already talking about it. I'll just, I'll tell my experience of the, of the convention. Um, one, this community, and I've said it before and I will say it again, is so incredible. Like, it's just so awesome. We are, it's just cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I would bring up our Facebook group to show people, you know, for, for the upside. Mm-hmm. And I would bring it up. And, like, when I'm looking at posts where people are saying things like, hey, think good thoughts for me. I'm starting a new job on Monday. Or, hey, here's a funny thing that I thought would, you know. They talked about this on the show and it's funny. And then people are smiling. Oh my gosh. Or like people answering questions and interacting with each other. And hey, just the community, like it's just everybody is just in it to to be a good person. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool. And that doesn't exist in other, we're so special. Like the Upside family is so special. So that was my biggest takeaway. And I never want to take that for granted and never want to, to forget that. But it's not something that can be like taught or shared. Like we're just a special group of people, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's that. Um, Number two, this, this was really affirming for me because I have my course starting in a couple of weeks and um, a bunch of people are on the wait list and I'm going to start sending them the emails with the details, uh, tomorrow, I think, or Wednesday. And 
I'm like, oh my, like, I always wonder like, what if, oh my gosh, what if I'm too late? Like, what if there's enough podcasts out there already? There's not. This industry is just beginning. Just the tip of the iceberg. And I'm so excited about where it's going. Um, and what else? And then the only other thing is um, from the convention that I kind of worry about or am concerned about is I don't want anybody who's new to, and this doesn't just apply to podcasting. I think when you're new to something and you immerse yourself into it, you are going to be surrounded by people who've been doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And they have a lot of knowledge and they have strong opinions. And I think that can be so intimidating that you actually pull back from what you want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I guess that I just wanted to share that because for me, for with podcasting, two years ago, I was the new guy at the convention, like standing around going, what are you people talking about? Like right. I had no idea when they're talking about impressions and number and the way it all worked and, and the, the future of the industry and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And, but I just stayed with it and learned as I went. And then I went back this year and I got to speak and I, and I know all of that stuff. And now I have, I have opinions where before I was just listening to other people's and if you're new to something, don't be intimidated or discouraged by the people who've been doing it for so long. Look, I mean, every expert had a first day. Correct. Every expert had a first day. So there is no such thing as being born and just being an expert at something. Correct. And I, and I, I, it worried me a little bit at the convention that there were going to be people who went there eager, ex enthusiastic, and excited, mm -hmm. then got a deluge of information and opinion and perspective. Did you just say deluge? Isn't that a word? I don't know, but I like it. Yeah, you sound really smart. A deluge, like a deluge, like a wave, like a. Did you learn that on your panel? <laughs> no, I, I, maybe it's even not even a word. I'm I think gonna it's look a word. and see if it's a word. Yeah, deluge. So they got a deluge. Maybe that's how it's pronounced. Deluge, a severe flood. Thanks. So they got a flood of data, and it was so much data that it actually intimidated them and caused them to pull back. Don't be that person. Trust your place in the timeline because if you stick with it, Eventually, you become the person that other people are going to be a little bit intimidated by. Now, let me tell you what was going on over here. First of all, well, and I think I've told you some of it, but I don't think I've told you the whole thing. So Jeff is going to be gone for three days, right? And I have Ellie. I also have to work and I have to work in the middle of the night. We don't have an extra guest room. We don't have like, you know, anywhere. If I had called a friend and said, hey, can you come wake up with Ellie until I get home from work? We just don't have that option. So every night I took my parent, I took Ellie over to my parents. I put her down at their house. Then I came back home and then I do my work routine. And as soon as work ended, I would go get her. She rocked it. She was, she was no problem throughout no, the whole thing. She was amazing. I was a little flustered just because it was a lot of like 
you know, the scheduling and running around. But your parents and, loved it. They were great with it. They were great with your it. Your dad woke her up every morning and- he Made her uh, eggs. Ma- made her eggs for, for breakfast. And they loved waking up with the baby. They were great. So day one, come home from work. And I rushed home from work because the dogs, I let them out before I left for work in the morning, but they're home alone for, you know, six, eight hours and they have to go to the bathroom. So I came to our house first before going to my parents. I walk in the door. There is blood everywhere. Not just like drops of blood on the floor, splatter. There is blood splatter like on the walls, on our, we have one of those things. What do you call it in an entryway that's like built in with it's like, like a, shelves and a coat rack and. It's got like cubbies where you would put shoes and you would. It's like a little bench thing. Yeah. yeah. There was blood spatter there. And I was like, oh my God, what has happened? I walk upstairs, there's blood on our couch. And I look at Lily and her tail is bleeding. So Lily, apparently, remember how we talked a while ago about the, um, COVID whole experience for animals and how people were at home so much more that their pets are getting super anxious when they're left alone now, when people start to go up back to work. Well, Jeff obviously works from home, but he was gone. And so this is the longest the dogs have been alone for a really long time. But see, here's the thing I worry about. So what she did is she She chewed 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 her her tail. tail And then when she heard Callie come home, she came running downstairs and every time she wagged her tail and it hit the wall or hit those cubbies, splatter blood on it. So it looks, it looks like a crime scene, but both victim and criminal were 18 inches tall. That's what it looks like. That's definitely what it looks like. And then I opened the front door to let them out. There's blood on the front door. It, it was, it was. It, it was, was an ordeal. Mess. It was an ordeal. Now, the thing with, with Ellie's or um, Lily's anxiety that I don't understand is she was only alone for about six hours. Mm-hmm. So if you leave for work around 4 a.m. and you're back around 11, so seven hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, I mean, if we, if we went somewhere for the day, she's been alone that long. You know what I'm saying? Not like, in, a, in not that long. Sure. Like if we not went two years. Yeah. Like I think if we went, like think about um, like if we went over to your parents' house, like for Mother's Day or Father's Day or whatever, mm-hmm. we would take we would go over at noon because we wanted Ellie to take her nap over there. It must have just freaked you out because there was no smoosh when we woke up. There was no you when we woke up, and then I left. So I I don't know. She was anyway, she was really, really stressed out. So I wound up uh, cleaning the couch and all that. And then I coned her the next day and she was very mad when I left, but then she was fine. So, but she, cause she couldn't get to her tail, but the, the, yeah. So there's a blood. So that was like a whole thing, right? The second crime scene drama is this. So I walked downstairs on Sunday, I put Ellie down for a nap. I walked downstairs and I don't see Jeff. And I'm like, uh, hello. And his office door is closed. The door to the studio. And he's like, we have a problem. I'm like, okay. Is that what's, what I said? That's what you said. I'm like, <laughs> what's the problem? He opens the door and <laughs> he was like dancing around his office and there was blood on the floor. And I'm shirtless. And he's shirtless. And I'm, ba- and I'm, and I'm, and I'm barefoot. 
And I'm like, what are you doing? And he goes, bees. I got stung by all the bees. I got stung by the bees in our front yard. So the second thing I have noticed while Jeff is gone is that a yellow jacket nest and they like nest underground, right? Is under, is in our front yard, which is quite small. And that's where the dogs go out. And then I go out there and they're very aggressive, right? So I was like, not going to handle it while Jeff was gone because I was too scared. He comes home. She actually gave me the option. She goes, do you want me to call someone? Because she noticed it on Thursday. She goes, do you want me to call someone? I responded with, no, I'll handle it when we get when I get back. And so I, I put a Google on one way to handle it. And so Friday night, Saturday night, Saturday night, when, Saturday yeah. night I went out there with my mason jar of homemade yellow jacket killer and uh it wasn't even yellow jacket killer it basically fumes them out and forces them to go somewhere else in theory it's it's vinegar water and they're supposed to hate it and stuff so i i do exactly what it says and 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 you know after dark when you're supposed to treat bees they go back to the hive Yeah. yeah well and they're calmer so i treat them and i'm like nailed it and i went to bed Sunday morning, I got up and went out to check to see how I did. And the jerks, the bee jerks, built another hole like next to the hole that I ruined. That I ruined. And I'm like, you jerks. So I grabbed a brick. He used much more colorful language than that. But yeah. I grabbed a brick and I just took that brick and I jammed it down in the new hole where they were. Because this seems like a good idea. I'll just jam a brick into a hole filled with yellow jackets. That sounds like a a smart. I don't know where they came from or if there was a back door or whatever. But I don't know. I don't know. But all of a sudden they were in my hair. They were stinging me. They were it was it was I have no idea. And if you follow Callie on Instagram, you've seen the video because we have a security camera in our front door. You've seen the video of me running into the house, swatting them off me. They follow me into the house. They're in my shirt. He loses his shoes because he trips because he's running away. Cut the crap out of one of my feet on the bricks because I slipped. And then I come inside and... You know, you know, it's like walking through a spider web or something. Like once you, you can once you feel he- them on you. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm convinced I'm covered them. I ripped my shirt off. I'm bleeding all over the place because of my foot. <laughs> it's a disaster. So I come in and Jeff's like, there's bees, there's bees in the house. And he, you know, because he brought the bees in with him um, by accident. And I went, we have these amazing. If you don't have it, you should get it especially in the South, because we have bugs down here. But there's like a bug zapper thing. I think we get them on Amazon, right? Uh-huh. And they're they like electronic bug zappers. And they're awesome. They're, they've got a long arm, so you don't have to touch the bugs. So I, Jeff is, a, he has had to abandon, <laughs> he's still, I mean, twitching from bees. Like he's like, oh my God, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And then I've got the bug zapper and I'm trying to, cause there's probably three in our office. So I'm trying to kill the bees that are in the house. The bees are mad, so mad. And they know exactly who did it. Cause they're still trying to go after Jeff. So he walked away with like six bee stings, seven bee stings. I have, I, think. Si- I have six bee stings and I'll tell you which one is the worst. After I, like after it all ended, just as like a just like like an like an exclamation exclamation point on the entire afternoon. 
um, I picked up my T-shirt that I had taken off and there was still a bee tangled up in it. And it stung me right in the center of the palm of my hand. Oof. The most, that's the most painful. But yeah, so I, 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 yesterday I was stung by six yellow jackets and have two huge cuts on my left foot. So significant that when Callie first saw them, she's like, I think we need to take you to urgent care. Well, I, and once we cleaned it up, like it was something we could handle. Cause I think going to urgent care right now is like the very last thing that I want to do with like the COVID right. stuff going on. Like they're busy. And if we don't need to go, I'm not going. Right. Uh, and I also called my best friend, Chrissy, her husband's a plastic surgeon and they live within walking distance to us. And I'm like, um, hi, I have a situation and it's a little, um, above my pay grade <laughs> over here. So Chrissy's husband, um, Dr. McCluskey, Paul, uh, talk me through how to fix up Jeff. Clean so. it, clean and bandage it. What a disaster. So we ended up calling somebody, um, thanks to an Instagram tip, right? After you put yeah, the Yeah, my video. friend Lindsay on Instagram, she, one of my Insta friends, Jeff was like, I th those little like mothers, he's like, I'm going to, they better wait. They better wait until tonight. Just wait and see what, what I'm going to do. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm calling the B people and I'm like, hi, we have a B problem. I and he's like, even. how much is that going to cost? I'm like, Jeff, it's going to cost you a wife if you have another B attack. That's what it's going to cost you. I'm like cussing out the bees saying, wait until dark. I'm going to take care of them. Meanwhile. Jeff's like, I'm going Home Depot. I'm getting the getting the good stuff. I'm so, and my foot is in so much pain that I'm tearing up, climbing up and down stairs. But that's okay. I'm still going to get the bees. Like I can't even walk, but I'll get them. Our childhood experiences impact who we are today, even when we're really young. Give the young innovators in your life a super cool STEAM project to not only encourage them to learn outside of the classroom, but also to keep them busy. Ellie is nine months old now, and she's getting into everything. She is so curious, and what she's excited by changes every month. That's why we love KiwiCo. With a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month. We got Ellie her first KiwiCo crate when she was only weeks old. So there truly is a crate suitable for kids of all ages. At this point, we love the new stimulation it gives Ellie. And not only do they provide new interesting things for her in the crate, KiwiCo provides experts to tell you why everything is important for her development. And as a new parent, that knowledge for me is priceless. I know Ellie is growing and developing, but KiwiCo has helped me grow so much as a parent and has helped me understand how Ellie's brain is growing and changing. They say it takes a village and KiwiCo has definitely been a part of mine. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash upside. One thing that everybody got used to over the past year, past year and a half, is wearing the most comfortable clothes in your closet. It was all about comfort then appearance. And now that the world is opening back up and school is headed back this month and things are starting to, to become back to normal, go back to normal, we've got to focus on looking good as well as being comfortable. Rothy's has that covered in the shoe department. And now they've got comfortable, great looking shoes for men. These shoes are durable, 
They're washable, just like the women's shoes, and they are better for the planet. Plus, they give them such rigorous testing during research and development that not only do they have a perfect fit, but they maintain that perfect fit wash after wash. So if you are ready to step up your comfy wardrobe and make it look good as well, Let's do it with Rothy shoes for men and women. They're washable, they're sustainable, they're stylish, and they've got shoes and bags. Go to rothys.com slash upside. Find your new warm weather favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside for comfortable shoes for women and now for men from Rothy's. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash upside. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You may not be feeling down and out or depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if you find yourself short with people around you or you're feeling strained in any of your relationships, therapy can help. I've been going to therapy for almost 15 years now, and it has completely changed my life. I have to laugh a little bit at myself because it's always the days or the times when I say, well, I really don't need therapy. And that's when I take away the most. Life is stressful, even when we don't realize it. And talking to someone unbiased about life is such a great stress relief. BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash upside. Today's three random things is brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is adult cats meow, only meow at humans, not other cats. I was like, really? Well, I, I've never seen it. Kittens meow to their mother, but once they get older, cats no longer meow to other cats. How do they communicate? Like, how does one cat say? Well, I think mostly cats hiss at other cats. But, but if you, like, how do you, like, how does one cat say to another cat, like, you're a cool cat? <laughs> I don't know. And they do, oh, they don't, that's not me out. Cause I'm thinking, have you ever heard a cat, like, who's, who's ready to make some kittens in the middle of the night? Um, I, I can't say that I have. Oh, you've never, where they're just like, like they're, it's like a mating call. It's like a howl. So, how would I have ever heard that? You, I don't know. I remember you used to hear it like in the neighborhood. Growing up, maybe I lived in a weird, wow, I uh, horny yeah. cat neighborhood. Or Apparently, something. you did. That is weird. Mm. My second random thing is in every scene of Fight Club, there is a Starbucks coffee cup. Ha! You know, in uh, every episode of Seinfeld, there is a Superman. Oh, oh wait, I think I knew that actually. Yeah, I love I th- facts like that. I think because I think it was simply because Jerry Seinfeld was a big old Superman fan. So. You know what I love about that is there was someone whose job is to right. make sure that's in every scene. Right. You know? Awesome. And my third random thing is there is a village in Russia called Svorka where every resident can type rope, 
tightrope walk. It's a tradition that dates back over a hundred years, but no one knows how it started. And I, I looked this up because I'm like, there's no way that's true. It is totally true. It's this really small town in Russia and everybody, like when you grow up, it's a part of growing up, like playing on a playground or whatever that you learn how to tightrope walk. Is there, so- crazy. Is there something, uh, odd that, that would be unique to either your neighborhood or your school. Cause I have one, I can think of one from my middle school. What? 100% of the boys or the young men. I don't know. How old are you in middle school? Like 13, thir- 13 to 16. Right. Uh, in middle school. No, 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 no. You're like nine to 14. Right. Whatever. All the kids that all the boys that age could hacky sack. 100% of them. No idea why. It was like there was never, like there was never like big hacky sack tournaments. Like we never hung out on the playground and hacky sack. But it's it was just something like when you got to be, I don't know, fifth grade, you needed to know how to hacky sack in case somebody kicked one over to you. You had to be able to kick it back. So that's very odd. I anyway, mean, it doesn't have the charm of Svorka or whatever no, town that no, is. No, it definitely does not. Yeah. And those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Since we've been talking about the bees, I'm not even kidding you. My entire body is itching. I know. Like I have been itching this whole time and I swear I like have bees on me now. Like my hair's itching. My body's itching. I just. <laughs> yeah. I um had a, somebody send me a message because I think yesterday you posted about the, all my stings and somebody said, what does that even feel like? And I'll tell you what it feels like. And it's probably different for different. I'm bugs. so glad you're not allergic, by the way. I know, um, but it feels like, like in a in a the area where I each got stung. You know when you get a really bad sunburn, mm-hmm. and it feels fine until you like get into bed at night, and then the sheets rubbing against like, it, uh, hurts, yeah, or like the, your clothing against it feels like a constant that type of burning but it's going with the exception of the one that's in the palm of my hand which is causing my entire hand to hurt all the other ones are going away good i freaking hate this well you have a hundred dollars to pay the bee people and the bees don't so you know like they're going to be gone so you are not physically killing them yourself but But you are getting the revenge i'm still doing it because I'm I'm paying the money. Right. So I get the the vengeance is mine. Yeah. What a great perspective. I feel so good now. Hey, this is Heather. I just wanted to share a story of um, some damage that my brother caused to somebody else's house. He was not licensed yet. He had his learners. He was backing up a work truck for somebody that he worked for. He did not put it in park. The car or the truck then rolled down the hill and went fully into the neighbor's house all the way up to the windshield. The 
weird part about the story is that the neighbors never really fixed it, never really said anything to the owner of the work truck. So the understanding was that there was something kind of shady going on in that house. So now we know to always put the car in park. See you guys. Bye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Tammy. I just wanted to call you and tell you that I, too, bought a new dishwasher. It is the Samsung with the third top row rack for the silverware. And, oh, my gosh, it is a game changer. I love it. I think it is the best thing ever invented. You just stick your knives in there upright so it cleans it. It's away from all the other dishes. You've got your full bottom rack to put all your big bulky stuff in. You don't have the little carriers in the bottom rack. It is amazing. And mine is made by Samsung because I know you were asking about it today. You guys have a good day. Bye. Callie, I am so sorry you have to deal with Jeff. I would hate to have be with someone that wouldn't miss me when I went on vacation. Jeff, when Ellie gets a little bit older, um, please do not say in front of her that you did not miss her when she goes away and spend the night somewhere or if you go on business for work. That's really uh, insulting to a child. Hey, I just got a new dishwasher, too, and it sounds like I have the exact same thing that your parents have. I don't use that for silverware. I use that for um, all the bottle parts and all the sippy cup parts, not the bottles themselves or the sippy cups themselves, but like the nipple parts, the little like plastic parts, the lids, they all fit really nice up there. And then I don't have to use that dishwasher basket thing that you buy for all the parts. It's super awesome. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Katie. I was calling because I'm listening to I don't even remember what episode now. The one where Callie's talking about the weaponized hamster t-shirts and hedgy. So, hear me out. I really think we need to have a stuffed hedgy. Whether it be a toy for kids or a toy for the dog. Either one. But I need weaponized hedgy things so that I can give them to my nieces who are two and four. Um, shirts, onesies, don't really care. Patches for the book bag. Anything would be awesome because they both think Hedgy is amazing. Anyhow, talk to you soon. Bye. I'm driving home from the grocery store. You just blew my mind. I moved into a house two years ago with one of those weird pull-out flat shelf things on top. And I had no idea what it was for. And so... Two years ago, I just pulled the sucker out and put it up on top of some cabinets in my laundry room, and now I'm about to get that thing down and wash it and use it. 
like, you just blew my mind that I can put silverware on that shelf and then I can take that dumb basket out and have more room for big pots and stuff. Like, what? How I didn't even think about this or really give it a second thought until right now. Whoa. Okay, well, that was cool and educational. Thank you. If you... Do a kind act for someone. Your karma that you receive or your good energy that you put out in the world or whatever terms you want to put that in is not dependent upon the person completing that transaction with the intent in which it was given. Do the good deed and stay upsidey.